live on SEN Track. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Welcome into Breakfast with the Kiwis for another week. Looking forward to uh, some wonderful racing action out of Trentham. It is their signature race day of the year, the NZCIS Wellington Cup. The feature race, only a Group 3, but it is the focal point. The Group 1 is the Harcourts team group, Thorndon Mile. Uh, these two races run together as races 8 and 9 on the card, and we're going to be joined now by Craig Grills, who has a good book of rides through the card at Trentham, and uh, busy as well at Pukekohe on Sunday. Grillsy, very good morning to you. Good morning, Bob. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Looking forward to a special race day. Always a great day on the Champagne Turf Wellington Cup Day. Let's have a look at your rides. The first of them is race one, number one. Has to be a winner. It certainly was that last time. It's shown uh, good ability in placing before that and uh, looks like a sort of horse that could go on with it. Yeah, that's right. was building to a strong win, um, which was last time. Um, By a couple of seconds for that. Um, And yeah, like I say, it looks like a horse that should go on with it bit of a sticky draw but um you know from the 1400 you get a nice long run down the back to find a spot and um yeah it did win with a bit of dominance yeah surely did 1400 meters on a big roomy track should be just a tailor made i I think so yeah um you know got got around a smaller track last time so trentham should suit most horses pretty good the next is a nice uh, three-year-old race race number two this one there's a few winners in here i thought it was a pretty good field this you ride a filly that was really impressive uh, resuming last time. Uh, then Mist had a let up back in a fresh state. There's been money for it as well. 7.50 into 6.50. She goes by the name No Rain Ever. Yeah, one on her at Waverley for Bill Thurlow um, when she did win fresh up last last prep in. Um, and then, like I say, she went a little bit of a miss. And I think they've had a few issues with her, so that's why she's been out for a while. But um, from all accounts, from what I've heard from Bill, um, she's come back really, really good. So... Um, she's, uh, yeah, I was pretty impressed with her when she did win, so I'm I'm quite looking forward to being back on her again. Yeah, she won really well, didn't she, the short price, and it looks like she's got plenty of upside. Get a bit of a breather through to race number five. This one, you ride Vera Rose. Uh, Look, she won her first two races and did it uh, quite impressively here at Tarapa, then Hastings, and uh, she was in a strong race on on an off-track last time behind Grand Gallo. She's better than that, though, eh? I think so, yeah. Um, I, I was on her when she won her second race um, at Hastings, and she was just very impressive that day. Um, as you say, she she found an off track last time, which probably didn't suit her. So, but it looks like you know the forecast is good for um, for Trentham, and um, we're going to get a lovely lovely surface to race on there. Another one, she's drawn out a bit, so we're going to need a little bit of luck from the draw. But she's um, yeah, she's she's um, looked very good so far in what she's done. Race number six, so one that you know well, if she can. She won last time without you, but the start before you were on her when she ran second. This would be one if there was a little bit of rain would play into her hands. Yeah, she's um she's a nice sort of sprinting sort of horse. Um uh the thousand metres is really gonna suit her. As you say, a bit of rain would help her. Um I've only ridden her four times for four seconds, so um <laughs> they had a had a good had a good enough record without winning, so um it'd be nice to get a win on her. She's um real honest, always tries. Yeah, we don't have many uh, real short course races, do we? Like a thousand meters, and it must be that some horses are are absolutely tailor made for those really short course type races. I think she's one of them too. Yeah, as you say, that's not very often you see uh, many races under under twelve hundred. So yeah, to get a thousand meter race is good because I know the pretty much every time I've ridden her, she's uh. 
She's probably been looking for a race around the 1,000 metres. She just almost finds the 1,200 a little bit too fast. So this is going to be ideal for her. Mm, it's a good field too. Fancy like Lass is a good uh, mare that, that's uh, good at the 1,000. Idyllic's are speedy. They'll run along. They'll go lickety-split, you would think, over that 1,000 metres. Right, oh, race seven, the first leg of the quaddy. Been a bit of uh, support for this one. Single figures, Scotch Bonnet. Lightly enough tried. Both wins have come when there's been a little bit of rain about. Yeah, yeah, I was quite happy to pick up this ride from JJ Rayner. Um, Dawn Wines has drawn to get a really nice soft run from there. Um, as you say, the, probably the prior form has been a little bit better on, on off the sort of ground. But um, yeah, it was a good last start, third last time, and um, JJ's team's going really good at the moment. Okay, right, let's go to the feature now, the uh, Harcourt's group, uh, Thorndon Mile. This one uh, is a horse that you've struck up a great association with. Well, a stable, really, that you've struck up an association with. The Robbie Patterson stable. Punchura has been very good its last couple, winning the Copelands. And then, of course, the TAB Classic at, uh, well, no, he's winning at uh, Wait for Age at uh, Trentham, the Awapuni Gold Cup, wasn't it? Uh, the Mile looks ideal. Uh, he's just flying this horse. Yeah, he's going really, really well. Um, he's, you know, he's prior to his last two wins, he was, he was a little bit unlucky, and he's 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 always been a good horse. Well, he's you know he's performed in Brisbane really well, and um, he's back in New Zealand. Yeah, like you say, the Copelands, um, he was really dominant. Even last time, he sort of slipped out of the gates and and got back, and he was and he and he, and he still had to show a real good turn of foot and um, got over the top of them really really strong. So um, really looking forward to riding him. Um, he trialed at Foxton during the week. See. Where he just had a soft trial, and he's and he and he won that fight easy too. So he's going in good form going into this. It's the sort of horse that handles all conditions as well. If there was a shower of rain, it doesn't worry him. But equally, he's won three times on good track, so that must be great going into a feature race. Yeah, he's very versatile. Um, he's a really big, strong, lovely horse. So. Um, he's got that raw strength, and it just—I think it just helps him out with everything. But he—but he's very genuine too. Last time was fourteen hundred at Trentham. This time back up to the mile. We know he won the Copeland's Mile two starts ago, but uh, no problem at all—a uh, a testing mile around Trentham. I, I don't think so. And and he's he's won on Trentham, um, obviously last start. So um, he's you know from barrier seven to he's probably I think we're probably going to try and ride him sort of closer to the speed, but just wherever he comes out and depends what um, other speed is in the race. He's very versatile and easy to ride. Mm, sure, righto. Another one for the stable, Robbie Patterson. Mary Louise in the NZCIS Wellington Cup. Look, she is uh, bringing good form to this. Uh, she was a good third last time a, a, a race. She just looked like she was going to maybe drop out of it, but she got going again, and it looks like the two miles is going to suit her down to the ground. Is that the way you see it? Yeah. Um, actually, even in her last couple of starts, she's really lost any speed at all that she used to have. Um, she's just become so dour, and as you say, at, um, uh, on New Year's Day in the Queen Elizabeth Cup, she she was out the back and they weren't going crazy hard, and, but she was completely flat to the boards and just took forever to wind up. But she was very strong through the line, so um, that all sort of indicates that um, you know the two mile isn't going to be an issue because she won't, she will, she should relax going on her last couple of runs and um, uh, hopefully she's just powering through the line over the top of them because I, I think she's she should see out the distance better than most of them. Is it going into a two-mile race when they've never been it? I suppose there's always that nagging doubt, but but you must get a sense from that run at Pukekohe that, uh, as you say, it just shouldn't be a problem. 
Yeah, well, I guess, yeah, you, you, you're dead right there, but I mean, you, you don't actually know until they have a go at it, but um, all indications look like she will, will, will get the trip anyway. Yeah, and she's one uh, that won't mind if there did happen to be a shower of rain, but equally, again, she's one on a good track. She's had the six wins, two on good tracks, two on soft tracks, and two on heavy tracks, so highly versatile as well. Yeah, she is. She's um, a bit of an all-rounder, I suppose, so... Yeah, um, what whatever it's going to be to, tomorrow should be should be perfect. And let's see if you can make it three in a row for the stable to win the last Azumala, built to a good win last time. Uh, it's got a tricky draw, but the uh, Juro Cup, the mile, they get the big run down the back at to Trentham. This one well in the market as well. Azumala has plenty of support at five dollars. Yeah, she she built to a nice win. Um, at uh, New Plymouth last time on a home track. Um, it was only a small field that day, but, yeah, as you say, it's a nice long run. She, You can just ride her wherever she settles, so we just hope to try and get some cover with her somewhere. And, um, yeah, I think she's a sort of horse that probably needs to get in the clear air once, you, once we straighten up. So, um, in a way, maybe drawing out a little bit is good. gives you the option to get into the clear once we do round the turn. And, um, yeah, she's, um, you know, she's won over 2,000 metres, so she, she will be winding through the line really strong. She's put together a good record as well. Only the 10 starts, three of them winning performances. Uh, she just looks like uh, a horse that's been allowed plenty of time. Five-year-old daughter of Zed, and uh, that time's been a, a friend to her. Yeah, I suppose that's a, almost a, a recipe you see for a lot of the Zeds. They always do take a little bit of time, and they do get better as they're older, and, and that seems to be how she's coming along too. Mm, for sure. Righto, Grilzy, nice book of rides, really good uh, uh, couple of chances, particularly in the features, the uh, Harcourts Group, uh, Thorndon Mile, and the NZCIS Wellington Cup. What do you reckon is your best chance during the day? Um, oh, it's a little bit of a tough tough question. I've got, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with the book of rides I've got throughout the whole day. Um, but, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely looking forward to riding uh, um, the, the two in the main, in the main two races. I, I, I think they're, they're definitely live hopes. Mm, just before we let you go, though, Pukekohe Sunday, busy old time for you jockeys. No rest for the wicked. Really wanted to touch on a filly that I was most impressed with at Taupo, Cornelia. She's in race number six, the El Rocker. She's by yeah, El Rocker, and uh, she, she looked uh, like she might have something about her. Uh, she'd be awfully hard to handle. She'll take the step up to rating 65 company, you would think? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, it is hard going from maiden, you know, winning your maiden straight into 65 rating, but... Um, the way she did it, she, and she's still got a lot to learn too. Like she had her ears pricked the hole out the straight the other day, and still didn't really know what she's doing. But she's just full of um, raw ability, I think. So um, yeah, the Alexanders have got a nice one on their hands there. The other one that I thought might be full of raw ability was Sharp Dress Man. They don't normally win uh, after copping uh, a bit of uh, interference like he did, but picked himself up and uh, won really well. He'll be uh, another that steps up in grade, but looks pretty competitive in the last at Pukekohe on Sunday. Yeah, he he was very impressive at Taronga. Um, he was behind midfield, and he, he actually uh, he didn't make the first bend. He ran off and sort of cleaned a couple out and kicked himself, but once he bit picked himself up and balanced up in the straight. He had a, he had a massive turn of foot. So he's he's a lovely big horse by Swiss Ace. He's massive big stride on him. So, um, yeah, no, he's, he's another one I'm looking to sit on again too. Looking forward to. Yeah, for sure. Righto, Grilsy, thanks for your time. Good luck for the weekend. Got a nice uh, book of rides uh, across uh, the weekend and uh, appreciate you spending some time with us here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. 
You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Loveracing.nz, your home of New Zealand thoroughbred racing news, previews, reviews, profiles and more. Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Joined now by training form analyst for Trackside TV here in New Zealand. And big day uh, locally for you, Bevan. One of the great days in the Central Districts. Yeah, my favourite day of the season, really, in the Central Districts. A very good uh, morning to you, Butcher and followers. So I can't wait for the action. Look, it looks simple on paper to me when I'm doing the form, but when you hear the trends and you think that you generally get bitten in a place that hurts. So... Uh, look, there are some nice favourites going into the meeting. Look, the forecast has changed up a little bit late, uh, Butch, with uh, some rain forecast tomorrow afternoon. It's been blazingly hot in recent uh, times, but, yeah, the Mets are saying we might get a little bit of aqua into the afternoon. Let's hope that doesn't come, because I think the track would be in perfect nick for a couple of massive races on the program. Yeah, and a very special day as well. It's uh, Farewell Tony Lee, race three, named in his honour. Uh, someone that you've become very close with uh, in your working association over the last uh, decade or so. And uh, a really bittersweet day. A day to celebrate Tony for the superstar race caller that he is, but also a very sad day in as far as it's going to be the last time we hear those dulcet tones calling a race in New Zealand. Mm, yeah, it's going to be double-edged for me, clearly. Butcher, he's been a, a wonderful mentor. I think as a young kid, he was my idol, but then he's been my mentor, and he's always treated me as an equal in the broadcasting world, albeit I was a couple of steps down uh, and continue to be under his level. I think he's a doyen of race calling uh, in this particular country. His calls are remembered. Uh, will be remembered into the future uh, and are remembered now from many, many moons ago. And Look, it's always never been about him. It's always been about the horse and the people and he's just the narrator of a story and he's just done it so wonderfully over something like 40 years, uh, Butch. So, look, I hope to uh, celebrate with him uh, tomorrow what has been uh, an outstanding uh, career. He's he's, he's, uh, a beautiful human in my mind and Look, it's sad to see him going, and our partnership uh, won't be going forward. But uh, look, he has uh, done 40 years of service to the industry in the most magnificent way. Let's, let's hope we hear one more way too good out of Trentham <laughs> tomorrow. Let's have a look at the uh, feature. The, one of the uh, features, this new race, the Oak Stud Remutaka Classic. And gee, hasn't it drawn a field? Race number four. How cool is this, Butch, actually? Uh, these new innovation races, uh, well... Look, they've just put our industry in a different place, really. These horses uh, here that have won four and uh, horses that have won two, they run for 350000 That hasn't been heard of uh, in this country. Therefore, look, it draws a really interesting field. And I didn't really find it uh, overly easy to work out exactly where I would head. But, look, I am a fan of uh, the favourite, Nereus. I think this horse, uh, being by Stavard Bill out of Edora, has a lot of staying potential and a pretty promising career in front of it. Being by Waikato Stud, they may just see this was in Australia. And although it's drawn niggly, I actually map it to get a nice run. I think it'll either get to the fence with not a massive amount of tempo and this will get a nice spot one off. If it does get a little bit of daylight in the home straight, I think it can really let go quickly. And it deserves to be favourite. Uh, and I do like it as a reasonably strong bet on the day. Because uh, Sir Albert, who I've got a lot of respect for, was drawn out wide and has to carry 61 kilos. I thought he was clearly the biggest danger, or she was, or he was, sorry. Uh, Betty Spaghetti, she saw no daylight last time, but I wonder if this is just a, uh, a race where she was unlucky last time. I thought, well, we'll stay for it and step up to 2,100 metres. And then across the front, I think Hannikin might be quite dangerous because I don't see a lot of pressure coming in this particular race. I think it'll jump from two 
lead, and it was a good winner here last start uh, to Trentham. And Doddle looks to be a bit of a talent, and uh, the Australians will know uh, it's a done deal uh, by that particular talent, and she's won three of ten and had one run uh, over ground. But I think the three is a talent bred to be very, very good in the Waikato State colours and should get the right run under Jonathan Riddell. I agree. Race five, the New Zealand Bloodstock Desert Gold Stakes, a, a race that can often throw up a horse that we see go on in the Oaks in a month or so's time at Trentham. Uh, I thought Grail Seeker awfully hard to beat. Well, heads the right form lines behind Molly Bloom and uh, Mary Shan last start at Counties. And not all favours. Had to uh, cut the corner and come through in the worst of the ground. Beaten four lengths is definitely no disgrace in that. And was a good three starts ago. That was a massive win. Beaten by Justice Sharp at Tarapa two starts ago into second. So everything sort of leads you there. And I was surprised, uh, Butcher, that they put up 4.8 on Grail Seeker and it wasn't favourite over the five Sabina, who was open at 350. I think the two starts favourite and will be on top for me. Outside of that, yes, Sabina might be a horse that came of age last time. Steps up to the 1,600 metres. It was on and off track at Hastings, but performances on good ground behind Lupo Solitario and Penderville also very good, and they are forward-thinking names in our three-rod ranks at the present moment. I think she might just step up to the mile and even a mile and a half and become a very, very smart filly with a little bit more time uh, being by Elmanzor that sort of uh, leads you that way. Uh, outside of those two, Mars comes in nicely for the foot team. Uh, they've really uh, started uh, strongly the two of the father and son training combination. And being by Zusta, has a lot of breeding on its side. I thought it was good at county. So I think that comes into the mix. Outside of the favoured runners, I think Fashion Icon's going well enough, and she has tactical speed to put herself right there. And I'd expect Vera Rose to return to a bit of form. Uh, I think at the county's last time, things just went a little bit wrong. Sidewalk has go on. Her gate's a little bit awkward, but I think she's got a fair bit of ability. But I see Grail Seeker running favourite, and if you've chopped the 4.8, I think you're sitting pretty at this stage. Yeah, have you ever? Right over two features. Let's have a look at them. Race number eight, the Harcourt's team group, Thorndon Mile. And it's great to see them come together from the north, the CD, and the south favourite, Campionessa. Why wouldn't she be? She is flying this preparation, drawn to get a soft run. But she won't get it all her own way. Plenty of chances. Yeah, she won't get it all her own way. But she is tough this year, and she seems to be thriving on racing. And the fact that you mentioned about her draw just allows Matt Cameron to find the spot that he wants. If they're going slow, he could hold the trail. Uh, if, you know, if, if he wants to, he can possibly even lead on him. You like? Yeah, I don't think they want to, but uh, if she can jump from that gate, she puts herself in the spot that she likes. Ventura might come across uh, and lead up. El Vincero is probably going to put himself right there. So she should be in behind uh, a decent sort of uh, tempo just sitting and look, she was brilliant over the 2050 last time, but she's got a fantastic record at the mile. She's won four of uh, six uh, races, and look, she's just had that little bit of a freshen up going into today's race. So it's hard to get away from here. Ventura uh, will come across if they don't put any tempo in this race, and we saw that happen last Saturday in the sprint, then he can certainly win off a forward position. Habana will need speed uh, to be uh, getting over, over the top of this field late, but uh, as uh, he showed last time, he's got all sorts of quality taking out to the decent or the big mile at counties last time. Uh, so they're the three leading chances, I think, at the mile. No compromise. Well, he proved himself to be out to the best quality last time, comes back to the mile, but not a winner at that trip. He was impressed by Sky, man. Uh, at the trials, coming back from Australia, the tongue tie going on. Look, it's got form around listed miles. Has won five of twelve at the trip, so I certainly am not counting 
that particular horse out of uh, combinations and one bowl cap probably looking for further than uh, Saturday but of course there is a big bonus in play there if you line up here and then go on forward but yeah Kempion for me I think she has uh, all the factors in her favour and she is a very very smart horse of course group one The feature even though it might only be a group three this is the one that most people are at Trentham for tomorrow the NZCIS Wellington Cup and Sheikh El Shirok will be hoping the rains don't come because that's what thwarted Waisaki last year on what we saw last Saturday Saturday, if the rain stays away, I'm just not sure how they beat him. He's my best bet on the day, uh, Butcher, Wasaki. Uh, I couldn't have been more impressed from what I saw at Trenton last time. It was run strongly early, and that played into his hands. He charged the same late. He's been half a length. He's a Wellington Cup winner. He's got a good draw, Matt Cameron, uh, in the saddle. Just so many positives there. And I think 3.8, I'm not sure about you, but I see him finishing much closer to $3, and maybe under $3 by the time the money starts flying into this uh, particular race. I love him. Uh, I think it would make perfect sense, and our industry does this at times, to have uh, Tealy calling home Sheik Al Sharok's runner in the cup. It would be a special, special moment. Bevan, thank you for your time. Uh, look forward to seeing you trackside at Trentham tomorrow. And that's it for breakfast for the Kiwi- with the Kiwis this week. Uh, feature out of Trentham, racing at Gore as well, and Sunday at Tapukakoi. Looking forward to uh, the action, and then we count down for next week. Caracamillion out of Ellerslie. That will be unbelievable.